Welcome to Bullshit Alert, the game show where telling the truth is just as good as lying. I am your host, Stephen Carter, and this is how the game works. If someone lies to me and I think they're telling the truth, I'll give them some points. If someone tells the truth and I think they are lying to me, I'll give them some points. If you don't understand the rules, that's totally fine. I get it. It's super complicated. So check in with our Instagram and Twitter pages at Bullshit Alert. There is no I in shit. Now, our first panelist always draws himself as a stick figure. It's Danny Marshall. Hey, Danny. Hey, Stephen. Um, that's not not true, actually. Um, I I pride myself on um, my faces, my faces, my faces, not my bodies. <laughs> I can't say face. Okay. All right. And our second panelist, all the way from the fiery pits of Mordor, it's Lily Moss. Hey, Lily. Hello. Glad to be here. Um, just warning you, uh, after living in this apartment for like almost two years now, uh, my cat has finally warmed up to me. Um, <laughs> I feel like my cat Zarbamba like really did not like me up until like this week. And this week he's just like been obsessed with me. So he might try and barge in. Just for clarification, you say you lived there two years. You also had that cat before you live there. Yes, yes. But the cat didn't like me then either, really. It's like it's been five years of knowing this animal. Yes, 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 yes. But like two years of moving back. But that first okay. year, the entirety of my relationship with that cat was uh, it running into my room, knocking every single item off my desk, and then uh, managing to slip into the like box spring of my mattress and claw the shit out of it. Hey, so. that's that's love. For a cat, you know. <laughs> I'm so sad that my landlord can't allow me to have pets. <laughs> yeah, this could be you in five years, Danny. Uh. <laughs> Our guest today is an actor, writer, and improviser born and raised in Vermont and currently residing in Los Angeles. Before moving to L.A., he wrote and performed in four original reviews on the Second City's main stage and ETC stage in Chicago. More recently, he was named A New Face in Comedy at the 2021 Just for Last Festival. Please welcome to the show, Andrew Knox. Hey, Andrew, what's going on? Hello, not much. Thanks for having me. How are you all? Good. I think we're good, except for yeah. Lily. And the no, I'm, no I'm, I'm good. The cat likes me now. Yeah, that sounds like a good thing. Yeah, but that just brought up all that negativity. I feel like there was so much negativity in that story. No, that's, you know, I'm, I'm a glass... Glass half full, and that it's half full of cat. So, <laughs> <laughs> I also feel like there can't be any story about a cat that doesn't have some negativity in it. Like a cat yeah. is never going to be all love. There's always going to be thorns with the rose. Ooh, that's a really good point. Yeah, it's not like the most internet famous cat is known as Happy Cat. So, uh, yeah, oh, rest is in that, peace. Is that the most famous <laughs> internet cat? I it, think so. That's actually an interesting because. I don't know. I, there are other cats that are, I would say, television or movie famous and or print famous. Garfield might be a print famous cat. You know, Sylvester like might be a television. There has cat. got to be or, like some Tom. big TikTok cat star from China that we just don't know about. I th I think it's Grumpy Cat. I, I think huh. you're, you're trying to think of another one, but Grumpy Cat is. I, you're right. I can't. Yeah, I can't. Grumpy I'm thinking cat. of Milo also, and Otis uh, is the only other <laughs> and the, famous cat. Like if for Tiger King was huge, but the humans were kind of the breakout stars. Yeah, not the they cats, were just That's disappointing. True. Yeah, we need to hear their tale of it. You know, nice. Oh no, I see that. I see that. Two spellings of that, Lily. You caught on. Got it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let's start specifically, Lily. <laughs> <laughs> let's start this week with the weirdest thing of the week, where we share the new and weird things that have happened to our lives, and we're going to start this week with Lily. This week. I purchased my very first laser disc. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get the collection going thirty years later. Yeah, you know, uh, it's it's the best format, in my opinion. What? <laughs> this is no, I don't know. Immediately I just, false. I, for for some reason, I've always loved the idea of laser disc. They're like fucking huge, 
Um, and I don't know, they have kind of that, like, I think what people really like about albums, besides from the nostalgia factor, is that, you know, they have the, the sleeves and you get the art with it. And it's I don't, it just it's kind of an experience beyond just the music instead of like just uh, logging into Spotify and listening to your Taylor Swift. Um, I buy laser discs because of the <laughs> sleeves. That's your argument right now. Yes, yes, <laughs> I can. Yeah, I mean I understand the art piece aspect of it, um, but how is the player? Do you have a player? Does it just like insert, no. slide in, or no, is there no, a huge you don't. tray? I don't have a player. It's a piece of art. Stephen, it's not. I would never devalue it by playing it. You're a collector, yeah. How much was this? Well, I was sure the first question was going to be, "What movie did you get?" That's the second question. <laughs> How much was it? It was twenty something dollars. That's too much. That's cheap. What? <laughs> I feel like okay. it, the only times I've seen laser discs are at like flea markets. And still, I've never seen a laser disc. <laughs> yeah, that's what I. <laughs> the many flea markets. Wait, where did where did you buy it? And well, what's the movie? And where did you buy it? I I bought it on eBay, and the movie is uh, the uh, 1990s or early. I think it's 1990s classic. Dunstan checks in. That is a classic. Don't I haven't even heard of it. No. Oh, uh, it's it's a movie about a monkey thief in a hotel. Yeah, um, starring like Pee Wee Herman and uh, Jason Alexander. <laughs> Jason Alexander. Oh, I would watch that. Uh, Maybe not. I've seen, I've seen a lot of stuff uh, oh, that Jason you... Alexander's been in outside of Seinfeld, and mm, none of it really works. Is it better or worse than Rocky and Bullwinkle? I'm not sure I've ever seen that. That's that's a movie you should see. That's 2000. You bought it for the art, and it's Pee Wee Herman and Jason Alexander on the cover? It's um, and a monkey yeah. actor, <laughs> yeah. famous monkey actor, Grumpy Monkey. Grumpy Monkey. Grumpy monkey. Uh, it's actually it's a monkey and the, the like. I guess the the star of it oh, is the kid. Uh, is the kid. It's so it's a monkey and a kid. And is it the kid from? Well, this does not matter. But isn't it the kid from the Santa Claus? I don't. I have not seen those movies probably since they were in theaters. So. Yeah, I don't know if it is, but that's not that's not really part of this. <laughs> that, so why I'm confused on the why you wanted this, because I I've, and, I've and you've always, never had any laser discs growing up, right? No, no. OK, I've, I've never seen a laser disc. Uh, I, I just I had like a childhood fascination with this movie um, for some reason. Originally, when I was like recollecting about it, I thought it was Brendan Fraser who was playing Jason Alexander's role. Uh, I just remembered him in that role. It seemed kind of like, I, maybe I was thinking of Monkey Bones. Yes. Yeah, I, I just, I've always sort of had this fascination with this movie. Um, and so I, I bought the Laserdisc. How are you going to display it? Great question. Uh, probably just put some tacks in the wall and uh, <laughs> stick it up. For a not, vintage, for a vintage no, sleeve no. of art? Not through it so we can rest on the tax. Oh, oh, okay. oh resting tax. Okay. <laughs> has, it, uh, has this been open? Uh, can you take the disc out? Or, yeah, or is the cellophane still around it? So it's it's covered in plastic, but I can get the disc out. Okay. And it'd be cheating to ask you to show us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's interesting because I, growing up, we had a laser disc player and we had four movies Toy Story and the original trilogy of star wars and we put star wars in and it immediately broke the machine and we never got <laughs> it fixed so um i still have the original trilogy and they too are still in their plastic wrapping but are able to be taken out in the same way but i thought that laser discs were so expensive like i i just thought it was some weird thing like you want a Not cd well this is eight times bigger hey, eight times <laughs> as much not an obscure Jason Alexander movie that made $12 million at the box office. Okay, fair. Are you going to get more laser discs? Mm. I think this kind of completes the collection. You you, <laughs> you're dying on this art, on this hill of the art and the nostalgia, and, and you're ending it at one? It's kind of the only one I want. I think it's the only one you need. It's <laughs> the better. All right, let's, let's move on to... Andrew's weirdest thing of the week. Okay. I saw a proposal and a fall. Oh. This week. Yeah. Part of the, the same proposal 
pr- the proposer or proposee fell? Yes, not unfortunately not at the time of proposal, but afterwards. Okay. So, um we live in Los Angeles and we live like two blocks from the entrance to a place called Runyon Canyon, which is mm-hmm. like a, a popular hiking place. It's people make fun of it cuz it's like where influencers go. Um, because the main part that you hike up is paved. So like, it's a really easy walk. And then there's a lot of like, I don't know what the term is, maybe switchbacks where then you can look over the city. So there's a lot of like great views or vistas and there's a bunch of them. So this is Saturday. We walked up there around 4 PM, which was later, but we can get up there and back in about an hour. And it's me, my wife and our daughters in the stroller and right like maybe when you're five minutes to where what would be the top, basically where you turn around, there's a final vista. And as we've sort of come around this corner, we see uh, a guy get down on a knee and clearly is proposing. And like we weren't close enough to hear, but you, I mean, obviously you know what the hell is happening. And uh, she cries, says yes. And then sort <laughs> of there's like, uh, there's like the road. And then on either side of the road, there's like two dirt, trails that are like real hikes sort of that you can then then come onto the road and this is sort of the final vista so that's where one of them ends and from around sort of the bend there's like these i don't know bush tree things a couple people came one was like filming it you know like her friend or family or whatever it was like um so we see this and it was you know cool to see or whatnot and uh then we go the final you know 40 yards and then turn around and they're walking in front of us and uh, they're all talking and obviously very excited. And at one of the turns, (laughs) the guy was um, talking and his body just went, it does get fairly steep. Uh, Granted, I'm up there all the time. I've never seen this happen. Basically his body started going faster and then his feet tried to catch up. You know, that kind of fall where like you try to catch up your feet, but then you just fuck yourself more. Mm -hmm. And he fell down really hard and, um, he was fine. He'd like maybe ripped up his hands, but there wasn't like blood everywhere or anything like that. And uh, it was the again, it was a, a thorn for the rose of <laughs> their proposal experience. Made it memorable for them and us. See, if, if you had said it was his fiance that fell, I would say, oh, well, that obviously because she's now off balance because of the ring. Yeah. Uh, but... <laughs> fell in love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's probably how I should have loglined it. Yeah, I saw uh, a man fall in love. So he, at what speed was it? More, it was it kind of was a speed walk turn into almost a jog accidentally type of fall. It was a normal walk turn into a speed walk fall, but it's okay. like one of those walk downs where you're leaning back. Do you know what I mean? Where you're kind of yeah. leaning back uh, and you're keeping your knees bent, and then. I mean, I only saw the end of the fall, not the beginning of it. So I don't, maybe he was tripped, but he, his momentum went the opposite direction and he went down. Did she stay? Did she, did that change her answer? Or she's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then she was like, can everyone stop? Like, I just want to go over what everyone saw. I don't want to marry a doofus. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they're divorced now before they were married. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. yeah there's like oh. people behind the bush filming the fall. Was that happening too? Uh, yeah, yeah, T- uh, yeah. So it was their friends filming initially, and then TMZ was there for the fall. Uh, yeah, it's gonna happen. <laughs> I mean, at Runyon Canyon, they basically have an office there. I mean, so, oh, for sure. Yeah, they got drones everywhere. Yeah, um, yeah. That sounds awful. For I mean, there's nothing to me. There are worse things, but there is almost nothing worse than falling and landing on and scraping your hands. It is the pain that is. It's the invisible pain that affects your entire next like two and a half days. Oh, um, especially the heel of your hand. Like, oh, the, the heel of blade hand. guards oh. are supposed to be. Oh my it's, God. It's not even necessarily like the pain, but like falling on concrete or something, it like burns, yeah. you know, you kind of have that contact rubbing. Yeah. Pain. Yeah. Washing your hands for the next week. Oh, oof. The worst. Oh, <laughs> Call there's the little, little specks of, of scab. And you're like, what, what, what are you doing? Learn yeah. how to walk. Maybe finding rocks in there. Now, I don't know of all this part. I don't know if he's going through this, but. No, I'm, I mean, imagine. I imagine he is. Did did people crowd did, around him like after he fell? Or did yeah. you help? Ooh, even we better. did not help. There were enough people in his group okay. to help. I mean, there's two. There was like another couple that is the ones that took the picture. So there was four of them. So three okay. to help. We and asked there, if you're okay, but. 
there's like a point where it's like there's something going on. And you're like, I should help. And then like five other people. And you're like, that's already too many people. Oh, yeah. What are you going to do? Get in there, start asking questions like you're not needed here. <laughs> Here's the Neosporin. I have Band-Aids on retainer. Like unless you have that <laughs> stuff, it's. Yeah. <laughs> My wife's grandfather is a doctor. Let me call him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I I would not want that to happen to me, but I will say they were gifted a great story along with their proposal. You know, yeah. Most proposals are just like so and so said yes, that's it. But yeah, they get a whole nother. She has a ring. He has a scar. They'll tell their kids. It'll be cute. And ain't that marriage? Ain't that marriage? <laughs> one's got a ring. The other one's got a scar. <laughs> Danny, what is the weirdest thing of the week for you? Um. I accidentally hung out with the wrong friend this week. Uh, what? So, okay. So I have there. I have two friends. I have I have many friends, but two of, <laughs> two of my friends. How many? How many? Um, I I don't want to embarrass people. Okay. Okay. Um, I have two friends, both <laughs> both named Katie, and their last initial is G, and they both live in the area, and I texted one to hang out and I'd say, Hey, do you want, what are you up to tonight? You want to hang out? I'll come over. She said, yes, we made plans. I drive over. I park. I'm, I text her. Hey, I'm here. She goes, what, what are you talking about? And I scroll up and I realize I texted the other one and <laughs> thought I was going to her house, but I went to the other house. So she said, I'm not home. So then I drove to the Katie that I, had made plans with not knowing I had made plans with until that moment and just hung out with her and said, sorry, I'm running late and didn't mean to hang out with her, but ended up hanging out with her. Oh, hopefully she's not a listener. No, they, no, no, they're not listeners. (laughs) They spend (laughs) enough time with me. Yeah, no, they spend (laughs) enough time with me. They don't care about this. How far away was the drive? Um, I'm, I'm equal. I'm like in the middle between them. One of them is in Atwater village. One of them is in Hollywood and I'm in, I'm in Koreatown. So I, I drove to Hollywood thinking I was there. She said, no, I turned around. It was another, you know, 25 minutes to get there. But, um, yeah. And what time of day? Evening. This was, this was just evening plans, like after work, um, okay. which the, I could have hung out with the other Katie from the get go. Cause we, we both don't really have jobs that take up that we don't have full-time jobs. So I, we could have hung out during the day, but she's like, yeah, so I, I ended up spending the night there. I, I do know the two people Danny is talking about, and he does have two friends named KG. So it's plausible, but I'm just wondering if he realized he had two friends named KG and was like, this could work. <laughs> oh, 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 like to come up with a story. Yeah. yeah. Were, you, were you disappointed at all? I wasn't disappointed because I enjoy hanging out with both friends, but I, I was like, I had to switch. I they're different, very different vibes. So I had to like fully switch gears. Yeah, they are very different people. <laughs> so Change I was colognes. like, yeah, 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 yeah. I was just like, I had like one is like singing and talking about music theater, musical theater with, and the other one's just like, hey, like let's get stoned and walk around or something. So it's like very much different vibes. But I, I hung out with them both. I hang out with them both all the time. I see them with in bigger groups, smaller groups, whatever. So it's, I'm used, I have a, a close relationship with both. So it wasn't really that big of a deal. And I don't want to pry too much since these are real people, but you said you spent the night. Sorry, sorry. I meant I, I like, I like, <laughs> I, I, I spent the, a few hours hanging out with him. There, I'm not I in a relationship with either of them. One of them is in a seven year relationship relationship. And the other one and I have agreed that we both are repulsed by each other and will be friends. <laughs> Oh, then you guys are definitely going to end up married. But okay, gotcha. Um, here's the ring. Yeah. Wait, show me your hands. <laughs> here's the scrapes. <laughs> here's that pebble. <laughs> All right. Well, <clears throat> I'm going to make some decisions. Uh, Lily with the laser disc. <laughs> I feel like you're tricking me by trying to like look at it. So I'm going to say that it's bullshit. Is it bullshit? No, I'm not that good. It's real. <laughs> oh, wow. there it is. That's ba- that's a bad purchase. <laughs> <laughs> but look at the back. You have uh... That's not even art. <laughs> that's not art. It's, is it's, that the whole no, script? It's, 
Yeah. <laughs> it looks like the it looks like a Fleetwood Mac album on the back. <laughs> like all the lyrics and I no, I do love it has like it outlines the entire story, so it does give you like a little synopsis and then it gives you like a little like fun behind the scene tidbit. That's why Laserdisc uh, went out because they were paying uh, like ghost writers too much to write the, that's why they went to DVD. So there was less space to fill includes audio commentary by the director. I'm going to have to listen to that. Once I get a later oh. player, <laughs> it was directed by the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll never watch it. I mean, if I know someone who has a laser disc player, I will absolutely watch. I don't. Yeah. I was kidding. I don't care about the freaking retail value. I'm never going to sell this thing. It's mine forever. Um, I'll, I'll absolutely watch it, but I'm not, I, I, I'll admit, I did look up Laserdisc player prices, and they are fucking yeah. outrageous. Like, yeah, what? they are. They're like five, $500 minimum, I oh feel my like. God. Really? And there are, like, different types that play, like, different ones. Like, <laughs> I, I'm not sure this can be played by all of them. The ones that can play this one, were yeah, were, like, hundreds of dollars at a, the minimum. And right? the, the thing you don't realize, similar to, like, if you own, like, an arcade game, is... If they need repairs, it's fucking impossible to get repairs <laughs> for something that old oh, yeah. and that that big and and it so it's terrible investment. You want to spend a lot of money for a luxury vehicle, you're going to have to spend a lot of money to fix the luxury vehicle. Exactly, exactly. The laser disc <laughs> is the luxury vehicle of at home entertainment. Rolls-Royce oh, of uh... Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. All right, Andrew, <laughs> your your head over heels love story. Oh my more. god. I like well, that. I like done. that. Um, yeah, I'm going to say this is true. It just feels, uh, true. I feel like, uh, it is true. Is it true? It's false. Oh, yeah, it's false. None of that happened to my knowledge. We do uh, live close to Runyon Canyon, but everything else is false. Felt the, the scrapes of my hands in that story. <laughs> yeah. When I was coming up with that, I was like, what's visceral, you know? And then that's, <laughs> I just built it from there. <laughs> it's like the taste, the touch, you hear, your eyes. Yeah. The TMZ today. drones, we're all the there. <laughs> oh, you heard the buzz of the TMZ drones. You smelled the <laughs> suntan look. No, it was false. Oh, got me. All right, Katie, Katie G, Danny. Um, I'm going to say this is true. I just, it's true. The only part of it that's true is when Lily said, oh, maybe he thought of this and thought this would be a good idea. <laughs> oh. Yes. Danny, do I fucking know you or do I fucking know you? Yeah, you know me. I know which Katie I'm seeing. (laughs) It was also crazy because when you open up the text message, you see the other text that you've sent. You know what I mean? Who doesn't at least read the last one? Yeah, I always read every previous text to make sure I'm texting the right. No, actually, that doesn't happen a lot. Wait, what are they in um, your phone as? Is it the same name each place or? I mean, they have their own last names, but it says one says Katie Greenberg and one says Katie Goldston. So they have. They just say it says KG on the top, but like, you know, it says like Katie Greenberg. Uh, you're you're naming them now. They're gonna get doxxed. That's that's fine. Doing? Follow them on TikTok. Well, you guys all got five points, and I'm gonna give you an opportunity <laughs> to get more points with my weirdest thing of the week, and that is I am chafing from my nethers to my knees. That's what happened to me this week. Your sh- spell chafing. C H A F I N G. Like chafing. Chafing, chafing, <laughs> chafing. Yeah, like, was, like like you're sweating. Like it's cold outside, and when you run and move and you're active out there, it just starts to get inflamed. I, okay, I'm familiar. I'm very. I, I'm. You're speaking to someone who's very familiar with chafing. Um, I'm familiar I'm just, with chafing, but not so, chafing. Yeah, I've never heard of chafing. Like Paul Schaefer. Sorry, it was more of a. Yeah, it was more of a Paul Schaefer off the tongue instead of a. And. This is this is more of a a, a medical uh, experience than a story, it seems. I mean, when it goes from your nethers to your knees, it's an experience. It's a it's an issue. I'm I'm familiar with knees, nethers. Could you define nethers? Uh, the supple region beneath. <laughs> well, not anymore. The, the groin. <laughs> oh, the supple region from the groin beneath the groin yes, to the knees. The supple region. Yeah. We're all Googling to make sure we're on the same page. Yeah. 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 I mean, this happens. It does. It's just, it's very long. It's, it's from the cold. It's from, it's, it's been cold and hot and I've been running outside. <laughs> it's been cold and hot. Yeah. And that's Welcome the to earth, buddy. It's the problem. It's like 60 degrees and it was like 30 yesterday. So it's. That's St. Uh, Louis though. St. Louis goes St. Louis. like that. 
No, it, that's actually here too. Yesterday it was shorts weather and, uh, or two days ago it was shorts weather and yesterday it snowed. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here it was, it was hot and then it's a little less hot today. <laughs> yeah. It rained today. It did. Yeah. Okay. And, but usually when I get chafing, it is because uh, my skin is maybe rubbing together. Do you know what yes. I mean? Like I'm mm-hmm. exercising, skin is rubbing together and, and eventually that causes chafing. You're saying from cold weather, you are getting chafing, which is like your skin got too cold. No, it's it's the rubbing together. It's like working out in the cold just for whatever reason, just activates it more. So it's like it's it's basically you're chafing and you're basically sweating and and chafing while also wearing warm clothes. Yes, exactly. And you can't help and and you would walk around in, in athletic shorts or boxers, but it's just too cold to let the boys breathe. So you got, so you're chafing even more. I've, I've been there myself every day since 2011. So I get it. Um, are you familiar with gold bond? Oh yeah. I was gonna, I was just going to say Danny, Danny Marshall, single-handedly keeping gold bond in business. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I, I'm a big gold bond fan. Um, I would, I would recommend it. Um, uh, got a powder. Do you not use it? Oh, I, I do. I do. But I don't have any on me. And it's you should always have some literally that's... on you. <laughs> <laughs> OK, I get gold bond and chafing around the nethers, mm-hmm. but to the knees. Great. point. Is it your that... your your leg is rubbing against your jeans or like your workout pants or something? That's I'm like I was wearing these these newer pants that have this line that goes <laughs> straight down my thigh and okay. they feel like it's just been pulling the sweat down. And since it's cold, <laughs> it's like activating it down to my knee. Because like where it's, where it's on my knees, it gets a little tighter. But like it's looser up here. So it's just catching and rubbing and doing all the things. And it's, I can't. It's, oh, it's yeah. been activated to the knees. <laughs> You're describing parachute pants. Yeah, yeah. They are, they are the similar <laughs> to parachute pants. It's, parachute pants I get. But your knees, that's, I don't. Mm. Yeah, the line I get because sometimes I've worn you know jeans where like the seam on the inside of your yeah. legs can be uncomfortable, but I've never had it pull sweat down like do gravity's work. Right. Oh, it does. It is this? Uh, it, <laughs> ew. Um, are is there like inflammation? Is it red around your knees and thighs because it's going down to your knees and thighs? It is, and that that's why I brought it up here today <laughs> in front of you. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So we've come full circle. Yes. What are you doing to treat this? Uh, I honestly have done nothing. I've kind of been lacking. Again, I don't Smart. have gold bond. So I've been just spreading the hips as, as wide as possible in all <laughs> forms of life. I sleep with a pillow in between my legs. I just, you know, what do, what do you do? Uh, and the pillow helps? Or is that for your back? It's for my back. But it's part of the process. <laughs> I don't like this. I feel like Stephen, if you were lying, you just Danny gave you a great opportunity to be like, "Yes, the pillow." Obviously, I mentioned it. It's I think that is what shaving. just happened. I think but that then is. You're just... like, no, it's for my back, so it doesn't. I should. I doesn't. It doesn't matter that I mentioned it. <laughs> have you? So have you ever used Gold Bond? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which kind of Gold Bond do you use? Uh, that what is it? That teal green. That's the teal. Strength. That's extra. Okay, that's it's a. That's basically putting. A menthol cigarette on your balls. Yeah, it burns, but it's, it's good. minty. Okay, it's that's uh, risky. I I can't do that to myself. Oh, okay. Well, uh, do you think it's true or do you think it's bullshit? Ah, oh, fuck you. Oh. I'm I'm saying true. All right, got it true. I don't know you, Stephen, other than listening to you on this podcast. So I'm a fan, but I'm not yet a friend. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so it's tough to know off of little things, but just the fact that you said chafing makes me feel like. It was, you weren't full. I think it's mm. false. Okay. Danny? I'm, I, I get, I get, I get this. I think it's true. All right. Well, it's bullshit. So Andy Fuck. gets five points and he is in lead. And that is the end of round one. I'm glad it's false. <laughs> <laughs> well done. I just fed you everything. I just fed you everything. <laughs> Glad you don't have to deal with chafing to your knees. Good God. <laughs> it would be pretty brutal, I think. It's yeah, it's terrible when it happens, but to your knees. <laughs> yeah. 
That was his point. <laughs> <laughs> but then also you having to walk around, it sounded like bow-legged. Like, yeah. God, it's just horrible. He's just waddling around. <laughs> Honey, I cannot do anything. <laughs> Honey, I'm shaved. <laughs> Our second round today is get to know your guest. Fatherly advice. Andrew is a father. He is embarking into new realms, one of which is advice giving. And we have asked Andrew here to share a piece of advice that he's learned in his time of being a parent. Danny and Lily will have to guess if the advice is true or if it's caca bullshit. <laughs> when my daughter was a baby, a very newborn, I had to, to help her latch, had to have her latch on me. <laughs> so I don't know if this is advice, but like in trying to think of what was the weirdest thing and something that I learned. <laughs> so... When you have a baby, or at least when we had a baby, someone comes to your hospital room the next day called a lactation consultant. And a uh -huh. lactation consultant helps, you know, there's all sorts of stuff of like a, how the baby's mouth is, how the nipple might be, just things of why it won't work. Let right? me teach you how this baby's mouth is. <laughs> yeah, so if you guys, I'll share my screen. So this is a diagram of my daughter's mouth. No. So, <laughs> um, so our daughter was not latching and this lactation consultant who i swear to this day her name was rhaegar my wife says her name was not rhaegar and that that's from game of thrones but i swear to god she said rhaegar and also it, she, it could be both because i know it's definitely game of thrones but <laughs> she could have changed her name after seeing game of thrones she also just had that vibe she was like you have to sleep in the same bed as your children everywhere it's how we've lived for centuries as the doctor was like do not co-sleep do not sleep in the bed with your child <laughs> anyways Rhaegar um was helping us and it was not working with uh it wasn't working right with uh my daughter and uh my wife but it's a painful process you have to just try over and over again once we got home, you have the option, if your insurance covers it or you want to pay for it, for the lactation consultant to visit you at home if you're still having trouble. We were still having trouble. Oh, you, you don't want Rhaegar to have your home address. You know what? She got it. Uh, <laughs> Rhaegar shaves her way over here. So <laughs> she, she came over. This is about, I mean, that time is a blur, but I'm going to say it was about a week afterwards. And we're still having trouble with this. So we've gone to like using formula because we you have to feed you know the baby but we're trying to use breast milk so through a series of like advice and stuff she was like every time the baby is trying to uh or has to eat you want to try to latch first the good thing about formula is that i could feed our daughter and my wife could sleep but she was like if you do that you still want to have her in the routine of trying to latch first so I would hold her to my chest and have her try to latch. And then, I mean, she never did. That was why we've only done formula. Try to have her latch just so she's used to that routine and then go to formula. The idea was, because I asked her, well, what if she does latch? <laughs> what are we going to be doing then? And she was like, if that's the case, then you go and you wake up, you wake up your wife and you just quickly do a transfer sort of thing, which is she's in the next room. But that is how I tried to get my daughter to latch on me. Did you prepare for this at all? What do you mean? Did you shave? No, I didn't. <laughs> I did. That was honestly my first question. <laughs> well, she did like grab my hair with her like little hand. But I mean, she was so young that it was like, you know, that you just no. were like, you're a kid. You can't hurt me. Yeah. I took it as like a challenge. I was yeah, like, try yeah. it. Try it. You think Rhaegar can take me down? No way. <laughs> Oh, okay. So you attempted this, but it never happened, you're saying? No, I attempted it many times within that two weeks. So you, you multiple times would feed your daughter. Yeah, you're feeding like every two hours for right. the first and month or whatever. And take your shirt off and put your daughter up to your chest to yes. try to get her to latch. And she was obviously not feeling it. <laughs> no, to my benefit, she was <laughs> not feeding it. Well, it was also like if she... That moment of transfer would be extremely uh, harried where I'm like, babe, wake up, wake up, <laughs> like, get it out. And then, you know, like, there's just so the mood could be ruined. Yeah, no, it definitely could ruin the mood. You also I mean, it could. I mean, one benefit, maybe you don't if she's latch, if she's successfully latching, you don't, you can 
you wake up your wife with one hand and still hold the formula. You don't have to hold on to the kid anymore. Well, yeah, but the formula is not coming from me. So if she's latched, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like she has to unlatch to get the formula. Yeah, there's a there's a whole latching unlatching process. Yeah, you you can feel when you've been latched. I'm sure you could. <laughs> I'm sure. So neither you nor your wife were ever successful with your daughter. Not for any a period of time. No, my wife, like there'd be little sort of bits, but then uh, there's things called like a half latch. I mean, it's such a rabbit hole, but. Uh, mm. It never fully was a thing. I was born during a half latch, actually. Were you really? Mm. And you said, "Oh no, that was a, that was a full moon." Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yeah, that's why every uh, every uh, month you turn into a nipple. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> halfway through the halfway through the month, I turn into a nipple. He's a wear nipple. Uh, <laughs> Did you try either side? Was it a was it a left? Oh, or good right? question. Right I left. mostly tried left because I'm right hand dominant, so like it's just easier to hold that way. And when she was a baby, it was like my I'm showing my forearm right now. You know, she's like that. Yeah. Size. Um, maybe I tried it on my right, but it was mostly my left. So maybe if I tried it on my right, should I try it now? She's almost a year and a half. It'd be weird. She has teeth. <laughs> I, I mean, it, it it wouldn't be weird if she doesn't know it's weird. Uh, well, and that's how people grow up in odd families is they yeah. think weird is normal. And yeah. Yeah. Um, I, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't try it. No, I am absolutely not going to. Yeah. Do, does your daughter <laughs> commit to other things? Wow. Oh. Making this about her character. I'm, Interesting. You know, if she's not, I wasn't fully ready yet. If there was like a, a issue, you never know. I, I don't think that my daughter has commitment issues, but I also don't know if we would find that out yet. Um, she <laughs> I mean, uh, as a toddler, I do believe that she sticks to things as much as other toddlers do. That's good. That's good. I don't think she she's like uncommitted. Committed. Yeah, maybe maybe she should see a toddler therapist. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not her father, so I'm not going to make that decision. I we're just trying to find one that's expensive enough. If that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. We want it. We don't. We want it not covered by health insurance. Exactly. And so many are covered. I think you could just type in other Game of Thrones characters with therapy <laughs> afterwards. I think that's you'll find it. <laughs> yeah, we took her to this therapist. He only says one word, and it's his name. But <laughs> still, progress is progress. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So so you said you tried this for just about two weeks? I mean, we tried the whole thing for maybe three weeks, but I tried this thing for about two weeks. Um, and eventually it was kind of just like, there's no negative to her. There's all sorts of debate and emotional debate about breastfeeding formula, yada, yada. Um, but the science is like, there's no real benefit one way or another. And it was just a really like emotional and painful and you're already so tired thing that like let's just do what is working so as far as advice would you recommend trying this or yes. is uh, okay, okay. <laughs> absolutely you want the full spectrum of human experience right yeah you have a baby what is it like to have them not latch yeah. i mean <laughs> that's a to really answer your question i mean it didn't help us so i don't uh, you know Every case is different, but I guess was this was this a last resort or was it like, oh, we have other because like I would put I would say I understand this is an option, but please, is there anything else we can try before this? I mean, I did. It's my first time going through it, so I don't know, you know, how long the list is of things to try. But I, I think I trust Rhaegar <laughs> to try it. We tried it, you know, and it, I, I will say it is consistent with other things that we learned as a as new parents of just like you want to keep things consistent you want to like what they are sensing should be routine so that they understand what's to be expected and act accordingly at the moment that they told you about this did you feel like your nipples finally had purpose <laughs> um yeah yeah i think i did i was like wow hey it's your time guys <laughs> like <laughs> attention <laughs> It's aesthetically like that. I, I don't know why men have nipples. I don't know if there's a reason, but this seems like the reason now why men have nipples. That's true. And also, I was one of those lucky um, kids who had inverted nipples for a large portion of my childhood, which made birthday parties and pool parties super fun. So, and yeah, yeah. so they came out at the right time. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, they came out you know, <laughs> over a decade ago, but sure, sure. Yeah. 
But, you know, now you can give them their pep talk that they deserve. This is, you know, this is, we're going in the fourth quarter. You know, we have yeah. the ball. Let's, you know, you know what to do. You've been charging for years. Now you're right. out. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but they didn't perform. So, you know. Yeah. They didn't need to. They just needed to be there comfortably. I think. That's that's true. Yeah. They were kind of a decoy. <laughs> they were the warm up to the actual like, you know, end game, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Game of Thrones end game. Yes. Yes, your nipples are called are are the infinity war of your of uh, your, of your daughter's I, uh, early years. I, I, it's more Thor, R- Rogar, not Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Yeah. did there. Oh, 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 because Rhaegar. Yes. <laughs> oh, Ray, Ray, sorry, Rhaegar, not. Rhaegar, not. Oh, oh, see, that's what I didn't get. Okay. Yeah, I should. I still have her contact information. Maybe I should send her that. Like, hey, random. <laughs> There's a pun on your name. That might not be your name. Best of luck. All right. Well, Danny, Willie, do you uh, have any decisions? What are you thinking? I think this is bullshit. Um, I thought it was a convincing tale. This just seems kind of insane to me. But I'm not a parent, so I could be wrong. Um, But I'm going to say bullshit. See, I I think someone who chooses to go into lactation consultancy uh would be like this this would come out of that kind of person like this I, it seems like sort of a nothing like did. alternative kind of oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> this seems like a kind of alternative not like uh, i don't know this is something i believe a lactation consultant would definitely say so i say true i say true all right andrew true or bullshit it's bullshit. Nice. Oh, damn it. But I still think, Lily, I still think your point stands like we were told as crazy as stuff, you know, so I I could see it being a strategy. Right. Like I imagine a lactation consultant is like, oh, like your baby should be all vegan. And since breast milk isn't vegan, it has to be a carrot puree. <laughs> oh, she literally told us to sleep in a pile on the bed with our children. And then the doctor immediately corrected her. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Wow. Well, I'll do a quick recap of the points. Lily, you have five points and are in third place. Danny, you have 15 points and you're in second place. And Andrew has a commanding lead at 20 points and is in first place. So that is the end of round two. It has come time for our final round, Animal Encounter. We've all had experiences with wild animals in the woods, say on a scout trip behind old man Clemens Barn. Danny, Willie, and Andrew will share an encounter, and I'll have to guess whether these true tales or whether they're bullshit tales, because tales and animals. Most animals have tales. Yeah, it's a spelling. No, it's a spelling thing, as I said earlier. I know. Yeah, Yeah, Lily, did you pick up on that the second time? Yeah, I I got it. Thank you. Cool. (laughs) Well, we're going to start this round with Danny. So um, growing up, I would uh, travel to uh, southern Florida, uh, the West Palm Beach, Boca Raton area to visit my grandparents. And in West Palm Beach, there is a place called Lion Country Safari. Now, this is a very Floridian invention that is a a Florida attempt at a drive-through safari. Um, and, and the rules are, you know, you pay per car, I believe. I, I think it's still around, um, but I, I, we used to go as a kid, you know, every, every year or other year. The rules are, you know, like stay in your car, have the windows locked, but basically you're driving through a safari and they're, the animals are, are tame and, and, and theoretically they, they can't, you know, come close to you. That's what they say. And it's not just, it's called Lion Country Safari. There are more than just lions there, but... Um, we're driving through and it's basically you go at a constant, like three to five miles an hour. Like you're, you're, it is stop and go the whole time. You're, you're just, they're, they're strict about, you know, you can't go too fast. It's also everyone is families coming through there, but we're going through and a lion, a lioness <laughs> is like walks to our car and walks to the, the back trunk of it and tries to bite the back of the car. And we didn't know what to do. <laughs> I was gonna say, and rendering you speechless? <laughs> I mean, essentially, I mean, 
I would like to say that my family or my brother and I were like, whoa, cool. But you know my family. We were all freaking out. We just had this jaw latch on. It was latching. It was actually latching. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Onto the uh, kind of like the trunk. Yeah, just the trunk of the car. And we just stopped the car, didn't know what to do. And we kind of got away from some, uh, some person who works there. And they were just like, fine it'll be good it, it, it'll pass and we didn't know what to do so my dad just put the car in park and the the lion tried to just like continue to chew and then after i don't know 30 40 seconds it kind of gave up and walked around the car and then off the path and across would, would a lion be able to get their jaws around the back of a car because yeah, cars typically designed for to be aerodynamic so they got a lot of round edges I just can't. Yeah. Like what, what did they, it, it, it didn't get it. It tried. It basically like put its top teeth into the top and then it tried and it thought it could eat it, put it in its mouth, but it's twice the height of it. You know, it, it, we were driving a sedan, you know, so it's not a huge car, but it's still a car. So it wasn't, it basically was just imagine trying to put a jawbreaker in your mouth, like a little kid, but it's a lion trying to fit a car in its mouth. And it's like, <laughs> Oh, I'm so close. I can fit it, I swear. See, I feel like you're leaving out one detail and that your car was actually painted like a zebra, so it totally <laughs> yeah. makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, you and, in an and, Ace Ventura rhino car? Rhino, yeah. <laughs> the, the hor- the, if, if we honked the horn, it whinnied like a zebra. Yeah, what, yeah, what kind of sedan was it? It was it was uh it was actually a rental car um because we oh, were you know visiting so it was fuck. like a yeah so the thing was the the, the uh, weird thing is that it didn't really it, it did like we there were scratches from the teeth but we kind of returned the car to the West Palm Beach Airport and they inspected it and it was we kind of were like my dad was like we have to get to our flight we're so sorry and they kind of were like oh we'll do a quick once over and they didn't they didn't charge us or anything but. It was like a standard, you know, I think it it was probably the equivalent of like a Camry at the time. Gotcha. Um, I don't I couldn't tell you the the exact make and model. Wait, there isn't lion insurance, lion damage insurance or anything. Uh, I, I don't know. I didn't read the uh, Hertz rent a car uh, manual in the animal encounter. It's uh, part of the section. general Florida insurance, which is just like some oh. crazy ass shit happened to the right. car. Yeah. If you accidentally marry your sister. It's not their fault. Yeah, you have protection from boa constrictors, people in bath salts, all that right. stuff. <laughs> and retired Trump voters. <laughs> so you, like, could you feel it or hear it in the car? Or, like, it went around back and your dad was like, something's happening, I'm going to stop. Well, we, I mean, we're in bumper to, we're, like, basically, like, you know, there's a few feet between the cars and oh, oh, oh. It, w- it basically had crossed over a little what we thought was an impenetrable ditch. But it it went over, it, it went like <laughs> down and up and then it kind of walked along the side of the car in front of us and and then walked along our car. And we were going so slow and we were like, oh, my God, it's so close. And then when it put its weight on the car, we sank down a little bit. But it was, oh. you know, it's it's, you know, a, a, a heavy animal. So it put its weight on it. We we definitely like kind of sank down in the back a little and we could hear it. And of course, we're kind of we're just all very startled, not knowing what to do. Later on, once we got out of there, my dad was infuriated and, and not wanting to have to pay for assuming these damages. And that's why we he had this plan to rush out of the, uh, into the airport. Um, but yeah. One last question. Is it a male or a female? It was a lion? female lion. There was no mane on the lion. Okay, because female lions do do all the hunting. Yeah, so, no, it was not species. It was not a. It was not. There was no. There was no. No mane. No lazy ass male lion's gonna bite a Camry. Yeah, no. He uses a fork and knife for his Camrys. That's yeah, as he served his Camry. Yeah, Andrew, what is your tale of animal encounters? Okay, and this animal has a tail, so that still works. Mm. This is, um, so I grew up in Vermont, and um, we lived on like, I mean, like a dirt road. It was like the side of a hill, and you're just like, it's a dirt road. So it was very much in the country. Um, This was Thanksgiving, and I was 
maybe late single digits, like nine, could have been 10. I don't know. But I, I remember it happening. So old enough. And we had had Thanksgiving, you know, it was like Thanksgiving where we're hosting. So the fridge was full of stuff. And so they put some, they put the pies in basically our garage. It was like a, what they call the mudroom, but it was like not heated. It was basically the garage. And um, that's where our washer dryer were. And we put the pies on top of the washer dryer. When it was time to get the pies, I went out there and inside of the pecan pie was a mole, the blind subterranean vermin <laughs> mole. <laughs> uh, now, at the time, I thought it was like just a mouse or what, you know, whatever. It got my dad and it was uh, he identified it as a mole. Uh, <laughs> And yeah, so there was a mole in the pecan pie. We don't know if it was sold to us that way, but I will say when I went out there, the top was like flapping kind of up and down gently. Okay, first question. What did the mole have like pecan shaped ridges in its mouth? And was it like very satisfied from eating a very delicious dessert? And was it like licking its little fingers? That's kind of the saddest part is that it wasn't, there was no cartoony aspect to it, which was such Damn a it. bummer. You know what I mean? Like, Damn it. <laughs> If you eat food, your body should take the shape of that food. (laughs) Obviously. The the mole didn't uh, get lifted up by the smell of the delicious pie and float (laughs) over to it. Wait, really? That, honestly? Because that's the part of the story that I have never understood is that it was on top of a washer and or dryer. And it is a blind, (laughs) to my knowledge, like blind never climbs, you know? So maybe. So must have a great sense of smell. I may be on the smells. So your mud room actually filled with mud and you've been lying to us and that's how it <laughs> Yeah, so the and the like structure is made of mud too. I should have mentioned that. So the whole house is mud, but then this is like the mud room. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. Then this is bullshit. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. That part is not true. <laughs> so what you guys end up having for dessert, assuming you threw the pie away? I well, it had only gotten in the pecan pie because I remember being very excited because I did not like that pie and I liked oh. pumpkin pie and the pumpkin pies were fine. Okay. Yeah. Although everybody got smaller slices. Mm, that happens. <laughs> yeah. And so what did what did what did your dad do with the mole? He took it like out to the woods and killed it. <laughs> <laughs> took a shotgun and <laughs> Put it down. We didn't own a gun at the time, so we had to go buy one. <laughs> the narrative here is your dad's your dad's emotional arc, where he aims the gun at the mall and then says, "Now you, I'm going to close my eyes, and you 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 just run away, okay? You run oh. away." And then he did it, and he like got this bloodlust, so both our dogs ended up being killed. Oh it was just God. like this. The mall came back for the sequel to cut for revenge, but it saved spared your dad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Wow. And what color was the mole? Brown. Interesting. Dark. Are they, ha- brown. Are they hairless? Oh. I don't know. That's a naked mole no. rat. That's a which, naked mole rat. Good God. Shout out to Rufus and the cast of Kim Possible. Yeah. What's the sitch? There it is. And at, at, at a, a place I lived during childhood, there was like a little uh, depression in the, the ground to kind of get windows to a, a basement mm-hmm. area. Yeah. Sure. That makes sense. Um, and pretty much every time I looked in there, there was a mole trap down there that I would I would help it get out. Um, and those moles were always gray. So, uh, well, you had a yes, you, you had that, a Westchester and, mole. He had a Vermont mole. <laughs> yeah, but it's they're both northeast. Like, how many different types of moles are there? I, I don't know. I get my yeah. maple syrup in Vermont, not in Westchester. So I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah, they're close, but they, there's a difference. But the person in Westchester owns the farm. Yeah. Oh, they, they own the state. They own the state of Vermont. Yeah. So thanks. Sure. We're shopping local. I make the money. Um, I mean, I will say I in my memory, I don't recall like the ex- it could have been gray. I don't know. But I just remember it was a dark little thing. Um, was it a, was it a sudden you were the one to discover it? Correct. Mm-hmm. Was it like a, a Yelp? Was it like everyone's attention or was it? um did, did everyone come running in just and your dad took control or was it just like a few people? What was like the immediate response? I think it was in my memory. People were more excited than disappointed. It was just, <laughs> <laughs> you never think it's going to happen to you. What? You know, <laughs> Bonus <laughs> exactly. yeah, like buy one, get one mole. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, I I was gonna go to the store for a mole anyway. The same. Thank me God, the Christmas came early. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think everybody just kind of like ran in, or you know, it was a small room, so maybe people went one by one. And my dad walked them in with the gun, so they were safe. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um, nice. that's the mole and the pecan, pecan pie, pecan or pecan pie. Mm. Nice, Lily. Animal adventures. Right. So, right. <laughs> you know um, those windows that go into basements. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you—you you yes. look like you just forgot uh, we were playing a game. Right yeah, now. <laughs> that, it was your turn. You're like, well, I, two people went. That's how. Then now the round ends. <laughs> yeah. I. Yeah, I did. I forgot I was a human and had to do this. Um, so there was one time I was staying at my, my aunt and uncle's house. And they live kind of like back in a very wooded area. Um, and so it's it's middle of the night and I'm woken up by a blood-curdling human scream. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And it's it keeps happening and... I, I go downstairs and it's coming from outside and multiple other people in the house, like eventually all also come down and are like, what the hell is like, is someone being murdered in our backyard right now? So we go outside and there's nobody there. There's nothing there. And, but we, we still hear like screams coming from the woods and we, we, we keep go, we, we try to look and we, we can't find anyone. So eventually the screams just stop and we are like, Oh, Okay, guess that's done with, and lock the doors and go back to sleep. The next morning, there is fur everywhere, like in the yard, that we couldn't see because it was it was so dark out. And I, I looked it up, and uh, rabbits have a distinctly human scream. And there are a lot of foxes in that area, so what we think happened was... This a fox murdered like an entire family of rabbits because it was covered in like viscera and fur and just gross stuff. But yeah, I I literally thought there was like a entire family being axe murdered in the backyard because of a fox. And so when you were out there, the screaming continued. Like when you went outside and you were looking around, you heard the screaming, but you're just kind of looking at nothing. But yeah, it was just like coming from the woods and you know we like kind of went out and we're like shining a flashlight and didn't didn't see anything but we once again were looking for like a human in trouble because it, it sounded exactly like a human person being like eviscerated so when now when you at night when you close your eyes do you still hear the screaming yes but it mixes with all the other screams <laughs> yeah so okay that's okay. fair yeah a story living in astoria um uh, um did you find any um, I guess dis- uh, distinguishable like limbs or pieces of animals, or was it just fur and hair and, yeah, in- and, and was, insides out? There was enough to determine that they like put me on the the path to rabbits. Okay, um, you found so- a, you found a sign that said these were rabbits. Path to rabbits. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of carrots there that were half devoured too. Are you sure it wasn't Elmer Fudd? Yeah, that's, that's fair. If if it was, those cartoons are a lot darker than I remember. Um, so you, at night, you're out there with flashlights and you're looking around the lawn, but you don't see anything, but you hear the screaming. Then the screaming stops. And then the next morning, there was the remnants of a Warren on the lawn. <laughs> Great use of Warren. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm a huge Watership Down guy. <laughs> Talk about sad rabbit tales. Yeah. Jesus. Um yeah, because their like entire house is kind of surrounded by woods. So there was one part of the lawn that had like a bunch of blood and guts, and I'm sure the woods was was littered with it too. But the area directly that we like went out on the the deck initially, and we're like looking it was was clean, and it was it was the side yard that was completely covered in these rabbit parts. Mm. Now, what was the cleanup like for your family or for your aunt and uncle, I guess? <laughs> they moved? Uh, you know, we just let loose a couple vultures. <laughs> couple no, I, vultures. I, I don't remember the, the cleanup part. I assume they just, you know, tossed it into the woods and let coyotes and the foxes take care of it or whatever. Oh, country folk, you know, just get that stuff up, toss it on a griddle and 
Yeah. You know, make a shepherd's pie or something. Add, add some sweet baby rays and you're set. Oh, come on. Happy Thanksgiving all over again. <laughs> yeah. You can serve it with a side of mole. Yeah. <laughs> Were there any rabbit's feet? I, I don't understand the lucky rabbit's feet, but I mean, it's a thing. So Yeah, that's what I don't get. Why didn't the rabbits just rub their own feet <laughs> to avoid this? These animals don't think. <laughs> They're so stupid. So how many people were there total? Uh, seven or eight, something like that. Oh, so you had a party. Okay. Wow. And how tall are your aunt and uncle? Great, great, <laughs> <No>. great question. <laughs> um, goodness. I want to say my uncle's 5'10", five, 5'11". Five, it's true. The story is true. The story yeah. is true. Yep. <laughs> it's about 10 bunnies. Spread evenly tall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was about uh, six decapitated rabbit heads. Uh, no, six. That's way too little. What am I saying? All right. Well, I'm going to make some decisions. I'm going to start with Danny's car safari. I just don't know. Safari, please. Why Why didn't safari. he drive away? Because there was car. Like, But he stopped, so he didn't drive away. Are you asking me? Or is this yeah, a yeah. Question? It's literally like... Full, like they let you in and it's basically like your car is the ride vehicle of a ride. So you're literally everyone's going at the same speed. So you can't speed up because there are cars in front of you. And it's kind of like, you know, it, you have to wait in a line of cars to get into the thing. And you just kind of chug through and it's, you know, it's kind of like driving through a, a scenic road or driving down something like that. So that's why we couldn't speed up. And I'm going to say that that's true. Is it? No. Yeah. Oh. Well, you just got yourself 20 points, Danny, so very well done. Very hell cool. yeah. Hell yeah. That that's a real place I've been, but that's that's not that never happened. Wait, can I ask is the ditch real? Is it really <laughs> no, protected I, by a ditch? I don't know. I don't know. I do know that that I do know that at zoos and specifically at places like Animal Kingdom, they they have huge ditches that you can't see from the vehicle you're sitting in. That yeah. that's why you can go on these type of safari things where they're kind of invisible barriers that, and those, those are like 15 foot drops. I don't, I have no recollection of what this place looks like. A 15 foot lion moat. Uh, yeah. They had it in the Lincoln what? park zoo too. If you look down, if you like lean over, I, next time any of us are back in Chicago and you look <laughs> at the lions, you, you there just drops dead. There's like a space that they, they can't jump over. They'll fall down. But there's in some like old theaters, uh, there's like that, like the orchestra pit was also for like when they used to have live animals on. Oh, really? Stage. And yeah, and also, and that's why we, and that's, that's also none of us want to get close to musicians too. So it's it works out for everybody. <laughs> oh, disgustingly yeah. talented. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's Keith, awful. Keith Richards is a, a biker because he's in the pit of a Broadway <laughs> show frequently. <laughs> he doesn't know he is, but he's down there. <laughs> he wakes up. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, I'm playing the timpanis. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Andrew, the bowl of the pecan pie. I I feel like this is true. Is it true? It's true. Yeah. That that would be kind of scary. I think just to see a, a mole and a pecan pie. Yeah. Yeah. For us, it was exciting, but we didn't have a lot of entertainment. I guess <laughs> it, it, it must have been there since you bought it, right? Like you took the mole home with you. It, it must have, right? I have no I idea. Think so. But it was How clearly it... there post-bake because if it was in the oven, it would have died. Right. Oh, yeah. I should have mentioned that. There could have been dead moles in there as well. This was the live. <laughs> um, and yeah, these were purchased pies. So yeah, maybe we bought it and it was sleeping. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he pays rent. He's like, what are you doing here? Excuse me. This is my box. Yeah. <laughs> And Lily with the aunt and uncle uh, reign of terror with the bunnies. <laughs> I think, yeah, I, I believe that I've heard that bunnies do have a human. It, this just sounds real, too. I, I've gone true for all of these stories, so I'm going to continue it. Is it true? It's false, Stephen. It's fine. Uh, but see, it's inspired because my aunt and uncle, like, it, it is, they, they one night said they heard screams outside, and I said it might just be Rabbits, you know, rabbits have a very human scream. <laughs> As you so do in every like, conversation. <laughs> yeah, you bring you just, that up. Just, the creepiest cousin. <laughs> I, I, I try and shoehorn it in at least once a night. Um, I'm surprised you don't have more weasel facts today, too. 
you you want me to drop? Some no, no. Facts? We've had an episode. Yeah, we've yeah, had yeah. a full episode of Weasel Facts. We don't need another. Yeah, but it's been like 20, 20 30 episodes since I talked okay, about Weasel. Listener, uh, Lily is pulling out an easel right now. <laughs> <laughs> an easel called Weasel. <laughs> a weasel. A weasel. Easel. Easel. <laughs> its name is Liesel. Okay. It's a Ger- German. It's a German. Liesel Weasel. So then, do you think that they were hearing rabbits? Yeah, because I I know that there were foxes living nearby. I had seen, so I I was just like, it might have just been a fox killing a rabbit. That's all bullshit, anyways. <laughs> all right, I'll I'll recap the score. Andrew, you ended with twenty points and in third place. You oh. went from highs to low in that last round. And and Lily, you ended up with 25 points, but it still didn't matter because Danny got 35 points and is today's winner. I Woo. won. Guys, this doesn't happen a lot. It really doesn't. You should be proud. I'm, I, guy, I'm going to sleep tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. Go I'll do you it. not sleep normally, Danny? Uh, no, the screams keep yeah, up. Yes, yeah, yes, the rabbits here. It's the rabbits. Only when he spends the night at KDG's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Andrew, thank you so much for jumping in and playing with us today. Thank you for having me. Do you have anything to plug where we can find you, listen to you, see you, follow you? You can follow me on all social media at SoftNox, K-N-O-X. And um, yeah, anything I have to promote or share will be shared and promoted there for sure. Awesome. Will do. All right. Well, that has been Bullshit Alert. Thanks for listening to Bullshit Alert. Thank you to our guest, Andrew Knox. You can follow Andrew on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at SoftKnox. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Bullshit Alert. There is no I in shit. Feel free to like, subscribe, rating, whatever you'd like to do with our podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. This show is edited by Lucas Marshka, produced by Lily Moss, Danny Marshall, and Stephen Carter. Theme music by Fred Stark. Check them out at fredstarkmusic.com and Spotify. 